<laughs> I was like, man, jeez. So how did the event go? It went well. Tell us, take a What happened? What did you do? Um, it's a triathlon, and um, a, a triathlon or like a like a park district games. It's a park district games. Gotcha. That that it, you know we uh, we uh, represented our agency quite well. Right. Uh, I actually broke a state record. Champ is here. Uh, <laughs> That's awesome. What'd you break it in? Uh, it's uh, frisbee golf. I think the record was like fourteen something, and I got thirteen. So I thought I was old and fat. Cause if you look at me, I kind of look old and fat. Even though I'm thirty three, my body feels old. Uh-huh. So you know, I got out there and. Showed the world that I still got a little juice in the tank. <laughs> up and then you went ahead and broke a record. I had to. And uh, then we, we got the trophy in the relay race. And it's all fun and games. But, you know, when you're out there and you are a competitor, you kind of want to win. Oh, definitely. So, uh, you know, I had my game face on. And uh, some of my teammates, they didn't have that game face on. Which is, well, it's your first time. It looks like a whole bunch of shenanigans, but we want that trophy. Right. That's that's how we talk to you in the huddle. Right. Hey guys, me and Primin, you know, we've been uh, we've been doing this for a couple couple years now. We want that trophy. We right. bring it home. That's the focus. That's so, the vision. So I, I guess that carried over into my uh, performance at, on the <laughs> on the disc uh, uh, frisbee golf thing. So. There you go. You speaking into existence. I had to. I got to start doing that more because I used to do it all the time, and it happened. So, so I need to. I need to start talking about what's gonna happen next instead of. Oh, it might happen. Oh, we need to actually yeah. speak that. Yeah. No more freestyling. Just <laughs> like, for real, like. Sitting down, writing things down that you want to do, really seeking to do those things, seeing how you need to do those things, and then going about it and getting it done. Man, and that's that's some real that's some real talk. Like, I don't think people do that enough. Of, and even my wife, she she said, you know, she writes a lot of stuff on pieces of paper around the house. I'm like, man. Why are you writing all this stuff? She'll put it on the bathroom mirror. She'll put it in on the computer screen. She'll put it on the TV. Sometimes I'm like, man, what you putting this on the TV? We're not watching that. We're watching TV. But, you know, I sometimes go through and read some of the stuff. I'm like, man, she's really... She's keeping her mind sharp and keeping her goals right where they need to be in front of your face. So, she does that. I'm like, man, I, that that's might be something I need to do because it's always a reminder. I, I got to do this. And once you write it out yourself, mm-hmm. you're holding yourself accountable for something. You know what I'm saying? Because you, you, you write something, I'm going to do this. I have to do this by this date. You look at it and it's past that date. Kind of feels... A little something towards that, like, dang, I ain't even do what I was supposed to be doing, For you know. Sure. So, it, and a lot of people need that. I know I need that. I know I need somebody 
or something to be held accountable. Because if I'm not held accountable for nothing, we're too. I mean, the the lifestyles we live right now, we're too busy. We're being drawn. We're being pulled in so many directions that it's hard to have your goals just in mind. Yeah, you have to write them down. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're, you'll you'll you know you'll achieve the the major ones, mm-hmm. but there's goals leading up to major ones for the big picture to make the major ones happen. Right, right. So write them down. You're right. I, I got to start doing that. <clears throat> That's what I'm going to do after, I mean, tomorrow, since I, I don't have to go in into the office. Mm. That's what I'm going to do first thing when I get up. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put down some things that I need to get done, and then that's what so that tomorrow brings. Mm-hmm. Man, and like, I heard something too by, uh, I don't even remember who it was, but I think he was a motivational speaker, and he was saying, you know, what are you supposed to be doing today? When you wake up in the morning, what are you supposed to be doing? You know, you're not even... You don't even know what you're doing for the day. I'm like, dang. He's, that's real, you know. That like, is real. It's like, you're supposed to be conquering whatever you're supposed to have that day. You know, I'm like, dang. I don't, you know, I don't do that. I'm going through the day like, dang, man, I gotta, I gotta go to work. I gotta do the same old, same old, you know. Mm-hmm. And that's how you, that's what, all you're thinking about. When we eat for breakfast. I might need an energy drink because I stayed up late last night right. working on whatever. But you're not really thinking about achieving a goal. That's- you're not executing. You're waking up and you're on autopilot because you're really doing something that doesn't mean as much to you. And you're not doing something that you're passionate about. That's the pretty much there it is you're not doing what you're passionate about right because when if you woke up to your passion and your dreams what else is there to do? i mean that is the <laughs> funnest place that you could be right yeah yeah so yeah. you'll be excited and your your work will reflect that too mm-hmm. but this is also the the bitter with the the sweet the the x to the o when you go through grinding jobs and tasks and duties that you don't like to do, the reward is so much greater because you appreciate it. Right. If you were if you were born into your dreams, how could that be? Because they're not your dreams. They're somebody else's dreams that mm-hmm. you happen to start off with. So another man's dream is sounds pretty good but your own, no, nothing beats your own dream right right so if you have to create that yourself there is no better reward from growing up from being a, a a young man to finding the the woman of your dreams marrying her creating a family creating a business However, the series of those events go, mm-hmm. and you get all that, and you and all of that is prospering, and all of that is in harmony. What else is there? What are we talking about? That's what we want. Right. Yeah. You're right. So building stepping stones to that, I mean, that's what you should be doing. 
but we get thrown off track by these other little things out here that just pull us away from the focus, the tunnel vision. It's, if we're, if it, we're able to sharpen the tunnel vision in the micro, because it's death by a thousand cuts. Nobody is just derailing on purpose. Right. It's this that draws you off. It's so you think you can dance. And then you're watching uh, House of Cards. And then you've you got a bowling league. And then, you know, it's something else. And then it's something else. And then it's always something else. Mm -hmm. And then it just keeps you off stride just enough so you're not sharp at 110%. So you're, you're operating on 70, 75, which is great, which is better than the rest. Right. But for what you want to do and what you're trying to, to accomplish goals, we need 110. Mm -hmm. And we need reminded of that. Yeah. And that's what that that's what that uh that's what writing it down does. You know what I'm saying? So that's something that uh <clears throat> I'm gonna start trying to do myself because I, I see it working I see it working for my wife and I'm like, man, she she didn't say nothing to me, you know, normally I you wanna talk about this? No, she just wrote it, writes it down. I'm like, yeah, it's getting on my nerves. What is all this? <laughs> you know, what, I'm, what is I'm, she doing? I'm going to the mirror to shave, and I got this note. Well, maybe I need to put my own note up there so I can be looking at that and getting groomed up, you know? For sure. And it's like, why not, you know? Why, why, why shouldn't I do that? That's going to help me. It's gonna grow my family, you know. It's gonna it's gonna do it's gonna benefit me, and keep me where I'm supposed to be at. Cause uh, the everyday workforce is not built for you to be creative. It's just not. It's built to suck it. It it to me it is built to robot. It's built for you to be. Uh, content. It's, it's, it's built for you to do numbers to produce, and and that's the bottom line. Um, there's no reward and there's no consequence, so it it just breeds average. Right, right. In the particular industry we're we're in, right. you know what I mean. It just breeds people to be average workers because there's no incentive to to go above and beyond because there's no rewards to be given right and if you go under average it doesn't matter either because there's really no standard right right there's nothing saying what you should be reaching or you're not doing your job right which makes no sense I get it but it really makes no sense in the terms of applications output and processing paperwork that it, then it makes no sense if we were talking about patients in a the hospital then the context of the the variables absolutely matter in this case where we're talking about paperwork it doesn't right, right. so you should be able to put out volume work but either you're not trying or you're not competent enough and 
either of which is a problem. Right. Especially for me when I need employees to be able to do simple tasks and when I when I ask them to do something, they act like they've never heard of what I'm asking them to do. That I can see a mental hourglass on their forehead. <laughs> they start timing out. I'm like, what? Is this Windows 7? Or is this Windows 97? <laughs> what are we doing here? Right, right. I re- this literally happened Friday, and I had to move... I- I walked away and did it myself. Wow. <laughs> You've seen the hour I the hourglass on them. On the forehead. On the, the frontal lobe <laughs> of a robot appeared an hourglass. Oh and began to time out. I couldn't believe it. <laughs> Loading. Man. So the week has been crazy. Like, I can't even turn on. You just can't you do can't it. You can't turn on anything. You can't turn on anything. Uh, the lights. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. I'm telling you, like, I've been checking. I, I, I just get on. I'm not. I'm considered to be, a, I guess, a troll. This is what I've been called. On Facebook, I barely post. You've been, tro- yeah, I've been known to think you've trolled. Yeah. <laughs> I don't post too much unless it's something just random. It's always something random, and then I just look on, at, look at everybody's stuff. And the biggest thing, obviously, if you're any person that's dealing with social media, you know what I'm talking about already for this week and it's been a lot of the neo-nazi stuff and black lives matter white lives matter blue lives matter all lives matter alt left alt right what are we doing here control alt delete all of that all of it and i'm just like man you like you i gotta unplug from that because man i've seen so many cops beat so many black men that I'm like I pull up to the cop I pull up to the stoplight and I'm like man what's up cop like I instantly have an attitude and I don't even know this dude I don't know if he's a good cop or a bad cop but I'm instant judgment sure and and like you said I, th- I definitely think you have to create a balance you have to be aware but you can't be consumed can't be because consumed. what what I believe is there's a reason why you're seeing certain things in the media at volume and certain other things at barely any right, right. so perfect example of what I'm speaking about is last time there was any type of rioting any type of civil unrest at a rally it was a different group that was doing it and they showed that on tv over and over and over again this what we're talking about is being done more so on social media but it is being addressed in the in the mass media Mm -hmm. but not to the same regard with video Mm -hmm. footage and um clickbait sentences 
So they're definitely showing that they're, they're trying to put bigger boxing gloves on the issue of this this time mm-hmm. instead of letting it hit you with the bare knuckle punch. They're, they're trying to soften the blow. Right. Because they, they're they hardly showing the video of what actually take, took place. Right, right, right. But they want to keep consistently talking about it to make you feel some type of way. And they're doing a great job. Because you're going to feel some type of way about it either way. Right. No matter what. Right. So it's on the forefront of everything. And and you have to find a balance. You have to, okay, we know what happened. We, we, We think we know what happened. Right. 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 So we have some evidence. We have some video evidence. We have some. Um, we have a pretty good understanding of what took place right. in Charlottesville. Right. So, unless we're trying to fix things going forward, we shouldn't just bask in what's happening. Right. Right. We know what's going on. We're 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 focused on things. And we're cognitive of what everything is going on around us. But we can't be stuck in that lane and in that mindset. So going forward, we can't just be up in arms about everything that we encounter in life because of what we've been seeing on TV or what we've been listening to or what's going through on my phone. I know what's going on in the world. But I got to stay on track of the things that we talked about before we got here in the conversation. Right, right. That's just that's the same thing applies. You can't let people in your life derail you. And you definitely can't let people outside of your life that is being brought to you by your by your your consumption of media and entertainment dictate your fears and your your motivation unless it's progressive right so I mean I've seen I've seen this video and it's very interesting it's very controversial and uh i don't know if he can really i i he's this is guy they is named tommy controversial what's his name what's the la what's the guy i can't even think of his last name right now but mayor soto mayor or something and he's got this video and you know, it doesn't matter who posted, but I know who's going to post it based off of the things he said. And it happened to be a Caucasian person who posted this video. And I'm wondering, can he say this? I mean, can he say this out loud to to everybody and get the reaction that he wants to get out of it because it's Who's just... Who's he? The guy in the video or a Tommy? Yeah, yeah, the guy or the Tommy. 
So is Tommy playing a video of another guy? No, he is talking about to a guy to to us. Do you to, have the video? I have the video. Cue it up. Committed by black people. Did you also know that black people only represent thirteen percent of all people in the United States? What does that tell you? What does that say to you? When someone goes and shoots up a school, your president says we need to take away guns. But what about when someone holds a city so hostage that they call it Chirac? What would you call those people? What would you call them, Mr. President? I'd call them savages. I'd call them thugs. But I'll just use the word that um, you probably use on your senses. African-American or black. See, black people don't like it when other races look at them as savages, but if all of the murders that were done in your city, state, town, country, continent, world, when half of them were done by 13% of the population, what would you think? <sighs> That's what the United States is dealing with. 13% of its people are committing over half of its murders, but you can't say anything about it. Now, if white people were killing black people, let's say if they were black people being killed, and 50% of all black people were being killed by white people, what would we say? We'd say we have a race problem. We'd say whites were racist. Imagine if 50% of anything that was so-called looked up to were black. What if 50% of all college graduates were black? Well, guess what black people would have you do? Well, for those of you who've been following the Oscar incident, you'd know that black people would be wanting a, a pat on the back, a butt kissing. And if you didn't do it, you were racist. If you didn't give them an award for it, you were racist. Because they'd say only 13% of the population are black, but 50% of doctors are black. 50% of lawyers are black, 50% of engineers, 50% of graduates. What if 50% of people in Harvard were black? They'd want you to cheer for them. Need to give us our props, propers. But apparently you can't say nothing about black people that's, uh, that they deem bad. A white man said, oh, I have no problem with interracial dating. I just don't think I can do it. I'd rather stick to my own kind. He'd be called racist immediately. Where's this coming from? It's coming from the idea that white liberals have made it to where telling the truth is a bad thing. And that's why I look at you and think, if we ban guns, guns don't have a mind of their own. Guns don't walk down the street and kill people. Guess who does? Niggas. The numbers bear it out. Over 50% of all murders in the United States are committed by niggas. Now, white people aren't allowed to say that. We think that a woman is racist if she clutches her purse when she sees a black person. Or if you walk on the other side of the street and see a gang of black folks. Well, let me tell you what I do. If I get in the elevator and a bunch of pants sagging, tattooed up black dudes get in that elevator with me, guess what I do? I get the hell out. If there are more people murdered in a day by niggly bears, than in a year by grizzly bears. Niggly bears are out there just killing everyone that they can. But people are told that they're racist if they say they want to avoid them. 
Black people don't like niggas. They don't. We dislike them. They scare us. Because we know one thing about niggas that regular black people, there's a big difference. Niggas have nothing to live for. Niggas don't value life. Niggas don't have to value life. Niggas don't have to have anything to live for. We have white liberals who make them feel bad about everything they do purposely. See, a nigga could go out and kill 32 people. A white liberal is going to say it was because his mama didn't have money. For some reason, because of an economic circumstance, you are able to lose your morality. Your moral responsibility of not murdering another person. For some reason, there are other poor people in the United States. They're poor whites. They're poor all, all kinds of people. And yet they're not murdering at the same rate in which black people are. Black Lives Matter. 16 shots. Now, I know black folks who've been shot 16 times by other black folks. I know black children who were shot a whole bunch of times, Tasha and Lee, by black folks. And yet there was no march. There was no outcry by the NAACP. There was no nothing. Nobody even talks about it to this day. The question is why? Why? You want to ban guns, Barack Obama, and that's understandable, but this is to explain that video. You'd have a greater success banning niggas than guns. Because again, guns don't think. The person behind the trigger is the one that's supposed to think. But when a nigga's the one that owns it, it acts. It doesn't think. There are a lot of good black people in the United States who have to remain silent because they fear the retribution of niggas. Because niggas are so violent that if you speak out against what it is that they're doing, they will kill you. You're not supposed to want to speak the English language correctly. You're not supposed to want to wear your pants at your waist. Someday, black people are going to realize that niggas are your downfall. Someday, you're going to realize that white people are having a hard time figuring out the difference between niggas and blacks. Or maybe they treat niggas and blacks like I treat snakes. I don't want to figure out which one is uh, poisonous. Because even if it's not poisonous, I think it still hurt me. Wow, what's, what's, what's wrong with my man? <laughs> so, like, in all honesty... There's some things he said that is true. But can he say all of that? And because so the people who saying? are posting what, these. What was he saying that was true? Well, I mean, he. Based off of some of the stats, he's saying, like, well, 13% of are committing half of the crimes. That's that's a tr that's true. Is it? Well, no. It, based off of the statistic that he's using, okay. you're right. Okay, we'll, so, we'll just keep it that like that way. For, so to make it simple, but can he say this? And what, what, I just wanted to bring, put that on the table and see what you thought about what he had to say about. Niggas. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you, you, you were. I kind of see where you were going with him being 
factual in some regards about how <clears throat> our community does certain things and yes and no but at the same time he's not a guy to be talking like that he's the wrong guy from things that he's said before okay um I don't have him right there on my mind, but if anybody knows about who we're talking about, Tommy Sotomayor, I mean, just Google him and put it in YouTube and, and you'll have a montage of clips to go through. But he, in my opinion, shouldn't even be speaking on on this regard. This is all he does, but he, he has no, no, no backing to do so. So... Why do you why do you think he can't can't say that? Because just to take the side of criticism when you're actually from that same demographic and not try to help it, what are you talking about? It seems like from all accounts this guy is is here for a popularity contest and not to push the culture forward. But he's, you know, on his hands and knees begging for attention. It's true. So so when you beg for attention, you either have to have quality bodies of work or you're going to be asking for something because you you, you don't have anything to, to add to the, the culture. So my question is, not is, it, is he right or wrong, what is he adding to the culture? So if he can't answer that himself, then nobody needs to listen to him because everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a perception. Everybody has a, a perspective on things. He has the same perspective as the people I'm trying to overcome, the people that I'm conflicted with. So I really don't even need his his thoughts or his his concerns because they're irrelevant to me because he no matter what, if me and you was walking down the street, just like he said, he would be afraid of us because we would be laughing and, and we would be having a joyous occasion. And he still would be afraid because he's insecure. He's been able to be programmed to have insecurities or he's been able things and experiences in his life there that happened or didn't happen has created insecurities that would allow him to live his life this way. He, uh, so what you're saying is in an overall of black people, that's not an acceptable thing. What is it? Anything that he's saying. Not not necessarily anything that he's saying. I'm saying he's echoing things that are said by people that we think that is oppressing us. And everything that they say is not right. They're manipulating definition and statistic in sentence to, to mean what they say, but that isn't reality. Right. I mean, it's the same thing. Is is that bottle half full or is it half empty? One's negative and one's positive. Right. I mean, and then if you own the bottle and you own the 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 airwaves that we're going to hear about the bottle or you're going to see the bottle, 
you can portray it either way. You're right. He doesn't really hit on... I mean, because... Yes, there's things that he said that's right. I've had instances where... I talked to, you know, a girl from Chicago. She's like, hey, you're talking real proper. I'm like, I don't know what you're talking about, but that's this how I talk. Take it or leave it. But, so, when he's like, you know, you're not accepted because you want to... Yeah. Yeah. But he's not actually saying... Why these people are acting like this either? Right, because he, he has an agenda, and he's and he's begging for attention. Because if he would, he already knows why. He already knows why the same reason why that the other party arguing against it knows why. Everybody knows why. If right. you're if you're even at this discussion, you know why. You know it's a bigger issue than everything that it wants to be talked about. Right. You know, it comes down to the schooling, it comes down to the home, it comes down to um, a lot of things. It's not just one thing. Right. He, he I mean, it, there's just a lot of things. He, he can't, he's somewhat, like you said, he's somewhat correct, but That's just me, like a me personally, me personally, I can't fully accept what you're talking about because you're not saying any of the crimes that is going on by the people who still are over the hood. You know, why is it that there is liquor stores and all these small business... There's more liquor stores in that side of town in every it doesn't matter what city it is you go to a nice side of town you're gonna get a fryer tuck one big place sure with all the liquors and spirits that you need on martin luther king drive in everywhere um, everywhere you're gonna have loose leaf cigarettes all of that yeah pints Tootsies, 50 cent sodas. Quick picks, uh, lotto tickets, all of that. Everywhere. So, this is all you're allowing over here? I mean, you know what I'm saying? So, of course I know what you're saying. And so does he, but he's playing a game. So and he's a clown. He's a joke. To me, in my opinion. That's what that's what he is. To I would me. love to talk to him. I wouldn't. I don't have nothing to talk to him about. <laughs> I, I know where he stands, and right. I know where I stand, and I don't think we're going to meet in between because he's he has an agenda when I really don't. Right. And right. as far as that goes with him, right. You know, he he loves doing this. This is what he do. It goes back to my earlier argument. What is he doing for the culture? Either way, he, I mean, he has um, a show, I guess, but I, he's got a lot of followers. He, he should have a lot of followers because they already have a lot of followers over here. <laughs> I mean, he's playing with house money. He's he's in the majority by doing that, but he doesn't realize he can never be in the majority. 
Man. I, I just don't know. I didn't think it. I never. I never heard anything like that. And it, it kind of oh, kind of shocked worse. me. It, it gets worse than that. I'm sure. I'm sure it does. I just happened to be scrolling. Because like I said. All you hear is this. Talk, talk, talk. And then. You get him. And there's another guy too. Who kind of talks like this. And it's like. We are as we're not we're not posting that stuff. We as who? As a, as the black people, we're we're not po. You got guys that are, and I, you know they're they're putting up Confederate flags and everybody's like lives matter. You know the, the whole black lives. They don't even let that. Like we all know that all lives matter, but. The people that are posting this are people, all lives matter, and this Black Lives Matter stuff is not even, shouldn't even be happening, which, it's kind of like the Colin Kaepernick, they're not even letting it be for what it is, you know, Black Lives Matter doesn't mean that only Black Lives Matter, we're just trying to say that, hey, this we're trying to let too. you know you're acting like it don't matter. And that's, that's it. That's what that means. That's it. That's exactly Just in it. case you wasn't aware, <laughs> your guys was acting like this doesn't matter when it does. It doesn't mean it matters more. Hey, black lives matter more. Is that what it would say? It doesn't say that. Right. And it's all, it's being taken out of context and it's like, hey, can we get, can we get our own little thing for a second? So you can kind of... Uh, See what we're talking about immediately. It's blue lives matter. We know, we know, we know why. We know all lives matter, but it's like these guys are posting this guy, and it's like he, of course, he's adding to the to the fire. It is because it's confirmation bias. Whatever you think, whatever you want to think. You can go online and find somebody that's going to align with that that thought process. And then you can just stay in that zone. That's It goes back to what we were talking about. What you're paying attention to. If you want to stay in that, that channel and that rhythm and ride that negativity or that crisis, hey, you can. <laughs> you can ride it all the way out. Yeah. So, uh, my whole thing is, man, we just gotta, we gotta be unplugged for, from some certain things, like, you gotta be able to decipher what is reality and what needs to be done, because, man, people are going crazy. People are, are, I didn't know, like, I knew, but I didn't know. It's just people is just going nuts over <laughs> over this everything, man. It's is people. It it kind of goes back to you know our problem at the the office. The, the 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 leadership structure. The leadership structure is not a structure, and when that happens. The house of cards falls. Right. And that's what we have going on. We have, I mean, how many times, how many 
people has he had to fire and change from his cabinet and his office so far? Just in the last week, it was, a, I mean, there was several. Right. Oh, he's getting rid of them like they're changing draws. For real. I mean, I've never seen this done. So would you say it's because he, what everybody else is saying, well, he doesn't have any political experience. Well, possibly, but that's what happens when you hire somebody to do politics that's not a politician. Right. You're going to get it. The, the problem we have is what we already know. You need politicians to do politics, but you can't have lifelong politicians in politics. That's the difference. Right, right. It, it isn't, you, you, you're not going to come here and serve decades. If you, 10 years is plenty for anybody in office. Right. Senate, right. senator, congressman, uh, mayor, whatever. Right. Yeah. I mean, something it needs to turn over. You, you, you've, you've set your, you did your term, and now you're done. I do, yeah. <laughs> but that's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. So then we can't fix these problems, in my opinion. To this on that level. Is this the closest to civil war that you've ever seen? No, I think this is the same thing. I mean. I'm a little bit older than you. I'm 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 approaching forty, so I mean, I remember the West Coast going crazy. I mean, the OJ thing, mm-hmm. the Rodney King thing, I mean to me that had a bigger magnitude than these iso I wouldn't say these isolated incidents. These reoccurring incidents because once it starts reoccurring, it's like a TV show. It's an episode. You expect it to happen. Right. You. It's not even shocking anymore to hear that an unarmed black person was shot by a police officer killed. And what do you think? Do you think he, the person is even going to get in trouble for it now? No. It, it's, it's come to that. You don't even think anything is going to even happen. No. No, I never have. Exactly. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, it's just crazy. I, I've i had so many incidents with... I, I don't have anything on my record. But I've had five, six, seven run-ins with the police. It's like... So, I'm, I, I know... I know it's it's gonna you it goes unchecked for the most part, and you you see these people getting shot, you know. And of course, we don't know the whole story because the video is whatever they want you to see. They're not gonna show you the whole. Usually, they don't show you the whole video, but it's still kind of the same result that maybe I didn't get shot, but I got blamed. And if I happen, if I just so happen to get the wrong police officer, I could have probably got shot. Right. I had a cop come off. I was on land. And I had a cop come 
from the water. (laughs) (laughs) What? I was 15, 16. We all had our license. And I hang out with, I'm a multi-cultural guy. I I, I hang out with whites, blacks, Hispanics, whoever. As long as we can get along, we can talk. We're good. So, it's me and my friends out there. <laughs> it's me and one other black guy out there. I don't even drink. Or I don't, I don't, I don't do anything. I don't drink. I don't smoke. I don't do anything. I'm too scared to do any of that. Because if my mom find out anything, it's over with. Mm-hmm. So, I'm out there sober as... The flowers out there. <laughs> and the cop comes. I seen the boat. I was like, man, well, I didn't know they had police boats in Springfield. I didn't know. I didn't think we were big enough. But comes from the boat. He comes on the land. My man's over here is hiding a beer on the side of his shin. He walks directly by him. I'm like... Okay, so my man pulls up on y'all like a hoy. <laughs> pulls up on us like, man, I know exactly who I'm going towards. So I'm like, and it's you. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, I'm like, man, I know he didn't hide that beer that good. Now that was not. I can see it right now, and he walked right past him. Mm-hmm. So he comes up to me, and my my other uh, guy, and he was like. Word word is that you you guys have a knife. I said, who told you that on the water? <laughs> no, you didn't. <laughs> on the water? Who told you that on the water? He's been getting talked to by the lost city of Atlantis. <laughs> He's Aquaman. Man, fold in. He's Aquaman out there, and I'm like... I said, you heard that on the water? Man. He said, he said, yeah, an old lady made a call in. And she said, you had the knife. You have a knife? Sir, I don't have a knife. Can we search you? I don't think you can. Hold on, though. Can you fish there? I think you can. So why can't you have a knife? It's, it's lawful to have a knife. Baby. I don't know. I, I do. And I'm naive. I'm like I said, I'm 15, 16 years old. I'm scared for them, for my friends. Because I'm like, man, they're about to get in trouble. Their parents is about to get called because they got beer. Well, we shouldn't be having no beer. So I'm like, oh, we about to all get in trouble. I, I'm just going to answer this question so we can get out of here. Can I search you? I'm like, uh, for what? I don't have a knife. Where's the lady? Where was she? <laughs> It doesn't matter, sir. We need to check and see if you... They searched this. I didn't have a knife, obviously. My friend didn't have a knife. They made us get against the car. So he created his own stop and frisk. And I'm like... Because he probably didn't even get a car. He just seen me. It was like... How did you see me? Doc. (laughs) Doc, right there. He's seen two black specks. Ah, Damn. Now, and I'm not saying that's what so, happened. So what do you think happened? But that's what I think happened. <laughs> because how, where's the call? An old lady said you guys had a knife. Not him who's hiding his beer. 
These guys look more. What was she doing? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. When she seen y'all, was she in a boat? <laughs> These guys on land have a, have. He waved the knife at me. <laughs> he was buttered bread. <laughs> He caught my eye with with the reflection. What? How? So, and it's I got stories like that. Just not not this just this one. I got about five or six. So all I would have had to have is the cop that was having a bad day and fire upon me. Cause I know he felt he he got a little uh, jittery when he felt I got asthma. He got a little jittery when he felt in hey, What's that, sir? Cause it, it could be a three eighty. Them things, uh, asthma inhaler could be a little twenty two <laughs> or three eighty in your pocket. It really feels like that. It do. So all I has to all I have, to, it's got to be the wrong cop. Back up. Yep. He put draw his weapon. So. When I see videos like that, I'm like, well, that could have been me. Five or six times. I just, all I needed was the one. The one that will do that. So, I a lot of people say, oh, you don't have the whole story. Well, we don't. But I can I can go off a of personal experience. And Pete, my, my friends know me. They know I ain't going to lie about Something like that. You know, this is that. I'm not going to lie. This is exactly what happened. So when you try to... Well, you don't know the... Well, I don't. But I know what happened to me. And I know it could have turned like this. Worse. Real quick. And easily. Real quick. You know, so it's like... I believe it. I see it on... I see, when I see it, I believe it. So for... Tommy to get on the mic, Tommy Soto, Mayor, he would never bring the opposing argument to the table. So he's just having one-sided conversations, right. which serve no purpose to me about pretty much anything unless you're teaching. And is he teaching hate? Because if that's what he's doing, that's what that sounds like. Is he a, is he a created player? Somebody create this guy. Yeah. <laughs> is he playing the part? And fam, his 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 player rating is about a forty seven. <laughs> he ain't play he ain't got all his trophies yet. He, what trophies? <laughs> so, um I, I wanted I just wanted people to hear that because I was like I when I seen it I just was in shock. I'm like is he really saying all this? He is. I mean, he has a place to say that. I mean, that's his... He can do that. And, and for all the... But I would just hope that he, you know, that he would use his platform for a different purpose than to talk like that. He could have still said the same thing, but he could have said it differently and ended it in a different direction than where he was taking it. Right. And that's the whole point I'm really trying to make. It, it, it's not 
anything that, you know, me versus him. Hey, I see what you're doing. You're not the most positive guy in the yard. Right. I, I see where you're trying to, you're trying to get an extra scoop of mashed potatoes and gravy. <laughs> he looks like he, he, he gets it. It looks like he gets it. So, yeah. if you like instant potatoes, keep eating them. <laughs> I, it's just amazing. I just, I just wanted to know if I was the only one. Because I'm like, man, he's right on certain things. But no, I, I, can you can you can you say that and get a positive response? I don't think you can. You can't get one. You can, but just from not from. Who you're talking about? Right, you you can't. I just I and and I'm I am a realist. Like, if you're right, you're right. But and like I said, I admit to some of the things he did say. You're right because especially when he said something about the, uh, <laughs> he said, "Are they going to treat you like a snake? Or are, are, are white people treating you like uh, a snake?" Well, yeah, I treat snakes like that. Because, hey, man, anything that slithers around me, I don't really want it. But, come on, man. You, you don't you don't trust the slitherings? If I got to understand the slitherings, maybe I can be more on his level to understand. Oh, so you gonna, you going to talk to the slither? <laughs> well, no. Let me rephrase that. Yeah, I was getting lost there, man. But you know what I'm saying? Like, if he, to me, if you get to, to know these people, and get to understand their vision on what they do and what they're seeing, maybe you can work on it from from that point. You're not. He's not even saying it like that. He's he's not even saying. Well, we need. We could maybe we could talk to these people. Or he's see. not looking or seeking any solution. He's just he's like, not seeking solution. He's just going about this. <laughs> Let me to, destroy, destroy, destroy. Yeah, he's smashing pumpkins. That's what he's doing. But so, he's not a. a a formidable foe to be doing so. That's exactly what I was getting at. Like, right. okay, if you want to do this, then somebody's going to come with that sleepy hollow and take that head off. <laughs> be a headless horseman. Right, right. <laughs> so, I I had to put that one out there. I, I, uh, it just, I couldn't believe. I just couldn't believe the, the coonery of him. <laughs> I'll just go ahead and say, it from my perspective, the coonery of him. <laughs> what we got going on this week, man? Man, I'm I'm really excited for the Mayweather McGregor fight. I am too. Who you think? Who you got? I got Mayweather, man. You don't think? McGregor can give him uh, that that power punch. I, I honestly, I don't think he can give him the power punch, an, enough and effective enough where it, where he gets a win out of it. Right. I think, I think a lot of people will be surprised by the the showing and the outcome of this fight, 
There's a lot of MMA fans will be surprised. There's going to be a lot of boxing fans that are surprised about things that we're about to see. How many rounds? I think it goes the whole time. Hmm. The whole the whole twelve rounds. Me, I and, and I don't know. I don't. I don't know. I, it probably. I could I see it probably do. But I think I, if McGregor. I don't think McGregor's really ready for 12 rounds. I think he's ready for 12 rounds, but he's about to be, in my opinion, taken to boxing school. Right. For 12 rounds. Right, right. He's about people... to be outclassed for 12 rounds. He's he getting in a ring with a ringmaster. Right. This is Floyd Money Mayweather. We already know what he brings to the table. We already know what Connor brings to the table. He doesn't have enough years of training to understand the science of boxing. Like, people are thinking that you can bring a fight to boxing. You can, but when you're boxing against a master, he's not going to allow that. It's just like a master at anything else. A pitcher, a basketball player. You're playing at their pace. They're going to make you. you. There's nobody in the world as of yet to make Floyd Mayweather take their pace. Right. Why would Conor McGregor be able to do so? Right. I All I hear about is punching power. He punches harder than Manny Pacquiao. He punches harder than Canelo Alvarez. I don't think so. Floyd's already beat both of them guys. These are the hardest punchers in their weight class in the sport. All you hear about is the KOs that Manny Pacquiao was giving people. Right. And he couldn't even touch it. Brother-in-law was over yesterday. (laughs) Same conversation. Oh, yeah, he's going to, you know, he's going to run like he did with. uh, Oh, uh, with the boy. What's his name? The Russian guy, or I can't even think of the guy's name, but the Russian guy, the one that uh, Mayweather fought, which I did think he lost. I did think he lost that fight. What's What's Russian? Ah, that's the guy right before he fought him twice. That guy ain't Russian. Oh, I don't. I don't know if he's Russian or not. My uh. Dragonoff. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know if that's his name. Who are you talking about? The guy who was just wildly punching Floyd Mayweather. They fought two times. First time, it was close. Second time, he was trying to go at him. And he murked him. And he did. He, he killed him. He killed him. Mahinda. Mahinda. Uh, I can't say his I name. I did. Right honestly, and me and you got into an argument about that. I thought he lost. I thought Mayweather lost that first fight. But... He won. What? Well, that right. was the outcome. Right. So when you when we get the outcome, we go to the the scorecard, and we go to the CompuBox numbers. So, how would one lose a fight if he beating you in all the statistical categories? How did you lose? That's my question. For anybody that has anything to say about Floyd Mayweather. At the end of the day, when you look in the stat column, 
that's like saying, I, I don't even want to go there because we're just going <laughs> to keep it right here. How can a guy lose if he has more punches landed, better punch efficiency, better significant strikes landed, better power punches landed, and the percentage of striking landing is better than his opponent's. There's nothing else to judge him on. No, I think, though, in that fight, though, the guy had more punches, punches thrown. He landed more punches because so who, he had... Who, let, let's, let's see who... Let's, let's Go ahead and say what you're saying. I'm going to find who he's fought in his last five fights. I think in that fight, he had more... Because he threw more punches, he landed more punches. And he had more punches to the head and so on and so forth. I know I, I know you're a big boxing. You know you're a guru on the boxing. I don't really know too much about boxing. But for me looking on the outside, if if that were a street fight and I was like, who won that fight? But come on. Fam won that <laughs> fight. But this is what we're talking about. You're talking about looking at it as a street fight. And that's what I'm saying. I don't Are I don't you know. watching NBA thinking you're watching the Gus Macker? No. You, you, but this is what you're trying to do when you're watching a boxing match. When you're trying to watch it as anything else of any type of other fight than a boxing match. But to... So, when you see somebody get hit... This is... Way the, more times. This is the point. You're going to... Watch it if you watch fighting. Right. If you watch people fighting, this is something to watch. Right. But this is a boxing match, so you're not going to see a fight. You're going to see a boxing match. Floyd Mayweather is the best in the world to do that right now. Period. Still to this day. <laughs> so Conor McGregor has no chance. Not of even my mind. This is a more realistic conversation to have amongst friends in my opinion do you think Conor McGregor can win a round in the fight I don't, I don't think he can even win a round in the fight you, they're talking about he's going to win the fight I don't think he's going to win a round in it you're probably right so his last five fights <clears throat> Andre Berto he murked him Manny Pacquiao he really murked him Madonna. That's Madonna. what you talking there about. There it is. Marcos Madonna. So let's go to. And he fought Madonna. Then he fought uh, Alvarez. And he fought Guerrero in reverse order. Let's see if we can go get a. Get a stat line for that. I just. Looking at that Madonna fight, that first one, it looked like he lost. Okay, well, if he lost, this is the thing, though. Everybody's concerned about Mayweather's record. He could be like John Jones, have a DQ and have a blemish. You're trying to give the guy a blemish when the fact of the matter is nobody <clears throat> can beat him. I don't care about his record. Roy Jones had... A loss on his record before anybody beat him. Right. The fact of the matter is, 
Barry Bonds is one of the best players you ever seen play baseball. Whether or whether or not he gets in the Hall of Fame, he's a Hall of Famer. He's a Hall of Famer. But he's not in the Hall of Fame, so right. it doesn't matter. So right. we can play this game of whether he did this or he did that. But going back to the boxing, he didn't beat Floyd Mayweather. Should this match count towards his record? Yeah, because it's a fight. Is it's a it? boxing match. Oh, excuse me. It's a boxing. Yes. Why wouldn't it? But if he fought me, it wouldn't count. It would because you would become a professional boxer to fight him. Otherwise, you wouldn't be able to fight him I in the you. venue. See, I, and I don't know. I don't know uh, what box. You know what I'm saying? I don't know about boxing that much. But when I first heard about this, it seemed like an exhibition match that on uh, Tekken, where you got Mayweather and this guy from a different company. We got uh, Mayweather from Namco, and we got uh, Conor McGregor from Did you Capcom. say Namco? Capcom. <laughs> <laughs> did. That's what this fight seems like. Because like it is. That's exactly what it is. It's Capcom versus Namco. It is. And it's like, is this a real battle? It's a, it doesn't no, it's, even it's seem a, like a battle. It's not a real boxing match. It's not. So why would you pick the non-boxer? I would never. I, I'm me just personally. talking. Right, right. Yeah. Because of other reasons there's that you think of, so. There's a lot of people. He's going to get them. So, CompuBox stat numbers from Madonna Mayweather 1. And that's the one you think he got the better of him. When you take out how you view the fight, well, however you watched it with your friends or you watched it by yourself. If you watch it by yourself, you get a better understanding of what really goes on. Right? So... Jabs. Thrown. Madonna threw 318 jabs. Connected with 36 of them. 36? Mayweather threw 152. Connected with 52 of them. For a landing percentage of 40, or 34% to 11%. That's jabs. Power punches. Madonna threw 540 of them. Landed 185 of them for a percentage of 34. Floyd Mayweather threw 274 of them, landed 178 of them for a percentage of 65. Total punches. Total punches. Madonna threw 858 punches, landed 221 with a percentage of 26. Floyd Mayweather threw 426 punches, landed 230 of them. 230 compared to 221 with a percentage of 54. Who won the fight? It doesn't matter what it looked like. Who won the fight? You're confused because you want him to finish him off. That's the only difference because he's not running because here's another thing that people don't realize. Floyd Mayweather fights in the pocket. And if you're a boxing aficionado, you understand fighting in the pocket is standing right in front of the dude's overhand left or right hand. Can you run doing that? No. It's exactly. How do you defend yourself in boxing? Block, tie up, and evade. If I stick and move... 
I'm running by definition because I'm moving. You want me to stick, 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 stick until one of us falls and good night. Well, that ain't this game. Right. That was what Kimbo Slice was doing. Guess, no disrespect, I ain't even going to go there. You don't pay to see bare knuckle fights. My money is with Mayweather until Mayweather don't bring me money. <laughs> and my man's name is money. So <laughs> the rest of y'all better get familiar. <laughs> I mean, and we can keep going. And this is not, I'm not at you. This is just cuz. Yeah. Hey, the, I wanted to do it with Manny Pacquiao because he's talking about, man, we sat here and watched the Pacquiao fight and whooped it. Yeah. Manny Pacquiao got destroyed. He, this is, everybody did. Then, matter of fact, because last night I watched the fight, um, the uh, Thomas uh, the the Crawford fight on ESPN, where he unified the the belts at one forty. So he left. He he fought in Dongo, and they he was able to take two of his belts, and he's the only guy with a unification at this time at one forty, which means he has all the belts for the that weight class. Who are you talking about? I'm talking about Terrence Crawford. Okay. He's going to give those belts up and fight at 147 with the winner of Pacquiao Horn, too. Pacquiao, is he done? He's not done because he still ha he he's in a fight contract. <clears throat> so he's not done until he can't show up. <laughs> I haven't seen him fight since that Mayweather fight, but... That no, he still wins. I he won this last fight. They said he lost. I got you. Put it this way. They did my man so wrong. He fought dude in his own home country. <laughs> the referee went to the dude in the 10th round. It was like, hey, if you don't give a better showing this round, I'm going to have to stop the fight. And he won on a unanimous decision. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and they said he didn't win. Cats was trying to say he didn't win. They said he didn't win by a <laughs> unanimous decision. <laughs> and, but the ref had to come over there and say, hey, man, you better cut that cat stuff out or we're going to cut the fight. Oh, my. Right. So, Manny Pacquiao, Mayweather. Total punches thrown. Mayweather threw 435. Manny Pacquiao, 429. Total punches landed. Mayweather, 148. Manny Pacquiao, 81. Ooh. He was getting killed. Connection rate of 34 to, to 19. Jabs thrown, 267. 67 of those landed. Pacquiao, 193. 18 of those landed. It looked like 18 of those landed. Power punches. He's fighting the power man, Manny Pacquiao. <laughs> Floyd threw 168 of them, connected with 81. Manny did 236 of them, connected with 63 of them. What are the, if you don't like Floyd, you see the fight one way. That's the bottom line. Right. Doesn't matter if you like him or not like him. Nobody's beating him right now. 
this this next Saturday, we gonna see what Conor McGregor brings to the table. <laughs> He's gonna be unorthodox. Does he have a left hand? Everybody does. I'm not afraid of his left hand hitting Floyd because I don't think he can touch him with it. I really don't. Floyd is pretty fast. I don't think and Conor McGregor. I don't think he's ever faced anybody like. He's never faced anybody this fast. No. He's never faced them. Put it this way. He fought. So this propaganda. Oh yeah, for sure. It's the sub fight. For sure. I want to see the fight though. For sure. I'm going to go probably pay, or oh, I might not even pay, but my guy asked me to come over, throw a couple bucks, get some wings, watch the fight. I'm going to do it. You got to. Why not? What, <laughs> what else is there to do? They know that. Perfect timing. They've got everything back in the fight. There's not even football. No. There's nothing. It's perfect timing. So... Yeah, for everybody who thinks Conor McGregor is going to win, you guys are going to have to make me eat those words. He's going to have to make me eat those words in his voice. (laughs) (laughs) With all the things that I think and know, there's no way I can say that he has a chance. I, I honestly didn't think... To me, when I first heard about the fight, it was just as real as Chris Brown versus... Soldier Boy. I thought they were going to fight, though. Somebody must have got spooked. Well, you know who got spooked. Who? It was Soldier Boy. You think Soldier Boy was in that smoke? Chris Breezy was. <laughs> hey, man. Chris. Casper leave Chris Breezy on. He's, yeah. he's kind of crazy. He's yeah. got light skin issues. What's dude Quavo? Yeah. From the... Hey, don't be. Migos. Don't be messing with. Hey, hold on, though. You, you holler at Quavo, you're going to have Offset, and and what's the other dude's name? They're going to be there. Quavo, Offset, and... I don't know the other guy's name. Oh, we got to uh, go ahead. We got to find I that. heard they jumped Sean Kingston. I heard they're jumping cats. Migos? The Migos. No. <laughs> the jumping Not, cats. Hey, man, Migos at the awards show had on this right here. They had on the... Uh, that Prince outfit when he he beat Charlie Murphy and now I'm in the pickup game. <laughs> man's got his, his whole entire neck open. <laughs> the Burt Reynolds <laughs> taco meat shirt. Man, Magnum P.I. <laughs> Quavo offset and takeoff. Takeoff. <laughs> hey, man. I, Chris Brown, man. I'll take it off tomorrow. Sea <laughs> Breezy. Hey, man, you gotta leave him alone. I man. always had money on Sea Breezy. Man, first of all. Did you see how Soldier Boy was throwing his. Punch? I was just gonna say. <laughs> I got Bow Wow. Shad. What's his name? Chad, Shad Moss. Shad Moss over uh, uh, Soldier Boy. <laughs> For real. <laughs> Off of the... <laughs> Fam, I got Macklemore over me, Soldier Boy. <laughs> hey, the alt right made Macklemore cut that German uh, hard part haircut off. He got a new haircut. Are you serious? He's walking around like Mac Miller. <laughs> <laughs> Macklemore's Mac Miller now. <laughs>
Oh, hey, man. Fam, Macklemore looks like Tommy from... Tommy Egan. Yes, from Power. <laughs>